Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So one of the more uh, interesting things about my college education, I studied uh, political science broadly, but uh, comparative politics, international relations. And one of the things that I got hip to, there's a dewy-eyed young man with uh, nothing but lasses and intoxication on my mind. Uh, in spite of that, I did learn some stuff. And that was, uh, and my childish uh, naivete fell away as I realized that international relations is transactional. There are, you know, certainly alliances. Hey, you're a democracy, we're a democracy. We think democracy's better, and these people are threatening, you know, democracy. So let's band together. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much what it seems to be. Uh, and that happens a lot. But in terms of, like, uh, foreign aid and outreach and bringing uh, other countries into your orbit or keeping them out of the other guy's orbit, oh, that is so ugly and transactional. Like some of the regimes we, the United States, backed in Central America, for instance. Loathsome dictatorships. Well, the alternative was a loathsome communist dictatorship. Likewise, you know, Southeast Asia, there are a bunch of different examples. Africa. Oh, my God. Don't get me started about Africa. Yeah, come on. Uh, so anyway, uh, in that spirit, a couple of stories. Um, we are going to boost our military role in the Philippines to counter China, specifically uh, four, we're going to gain, we've gained access to four more sites and are going to build big old military uh, uh, facilities, bases, etc. 
uh, in various sites around the Philippines, all to counter China and uh, as a springboard if they invade Taiwan and things get ugly. Is this an American version of the Belt and Road Initiative? Uh, kind of, although with with serious differences, which we'll get to in a second. Um, this is interesting. The deal comes as Washington has tried to reaffirm its influence in the region amid a broader effort to counter Chinese aggression, reinforcing partnerships with strategic allies, etc. Uh, fears have also, including some that have soured in recent years, fears have also grown over a possible Chinese invasion of uh, Taiwan. Among the five treaty allies that the U.S. has in Asia... The Philippines and Japan are the most geographically close to Taiwan. The Philippines' northernmost island of Itbayat, if that's uh, uh, the incorrect pronunciation, I apologize to Filipinos everywhere. Uh, it's just 93 miles away from Taiwan. 93 miles in wow. military terms is uh, this is right next door. Sure. So evidently, uh, the Philippines is back to being more friendly than they've been in the past, and they're going to get a bunch of money out of it, of course, and a bunch of aid and development and, and the rest of it. But. So we have four more bases in the Philippines. Japan doubles its military budget and now spends the third most of any country in the world because of China. I like this. The I, I agree with the philosophy that the best way to avoid a war with China is to make it clear to China that it would be a hell of a battle. It ain't going to be easy. Uh, that the cost would be too high for them to want to engage in a war. The downside of that uh, thinking is that's how we ended up with World War One. If you had, if you have everybody building up to fight a war that they think is coming, you kind of just end up on a track toward that war happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has happened. Worth mentioning that old uh, Duterte, remember him, the president of the Philippines, who would like drag people in the street and him executed for dealing drugs allegedly. Pushed uh, out of go- helicopters sometimes. Remember that? Mm, indeed, that's he's right. Throwing people out of helicopters. Woof. Drug dealers. That's a interesting way for pull off your capital punishment. He's out, and the new modern reformer guy is in. And uh, those of us old enough to remember might be amused by the fact that the new president of the Philippines, <clears throat> as of last June, is President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. Really? Yeah, the uh, Marcos family were the dictators of the Philippines who got overthrown in what the seventies or eighties? I can't remember. Um, so craziness. Meanwhile, Indonesia, 300 million people in Indonesia, a rapidly rising 300 economy. million. Yes. Yes, sir. Are you sure about that? It's the fourth most populous country on earth. Well, I believe. It's barely behind us. Well, yeah, we're yeah, third. It's, it's growing like a weed. Wow. Too. And if that metaphor is somehow insulting to the people of Indonesia, I apologize for that as well. But yes, it's a fast-growing, trillion-dollar economy, large, young population, strategic location. The, uh, Indonesia is made up of 17,000 islands. Did not know that. I mean, it's an incomprehensible I'm, I'm, number. I know that I've learned that like 50 times. I will forget that once again. But, but uh, that is a lot of islands. Well, and it straddles thousands of miles of vital sea lane. And according to this analysis in the New York Times, it's a defensive necessity as both sides gear up. China and U.S., well, China and the free world, uh, gear up for a possible conflict over Taiwan. Uh, China has delivered sizable investments to win over a wary populace in Indonesia. They've actually got an incredibly hostile history with China and Chinese communists. There was like a big uprising. When was that? I can't remember. Um, several decades ago, 1965. 
Um, the Chinese communists were, were infiltrating the country and getting more and more powerful. And the Chinese communist or the communist party was uh, talking about taking over Indonesia. And so they had rampaging mobs seeking out communists and they killed. Brace yourself now. These rampaging mobs, at least half a million people, including many ethnic Chinese. This is in 1965, a death toll not unlike the United States Civil War that was just a cleansing of the commies. How crazy is that? Wow. So fast forward, you know, 55, 60 years, and China's spending tons of money. This is your Belt and Road Initiative in Indonesia trying to buy favor um, and uh, and the Indonesians are like, yeah, sure. Just keep laying the bucks on there, big daddy Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Xi Jinping. And, uh, and an interesting comment uh, from the Coordinating Minister of Maritime and Investment Affairs, which is quite the title. Uh, he said of the Chinese and their money during a recent interview, they never, ever dictate. He said that American officials often come with a list of onerous conditions before an investment can be approved. I told Washington about this, quote, the way you deal with us, forget it. That's the actual quote from the minister of what's-its. And so, and this is how freaking transactional foreign relations are. And those of you who thought foreign aid was charity, I get why you thought that, because that's the way it's always portrayed. That's the way it's sold. We're lifting up the poorer, beleaguered people of Indonesia. Did you know their infant mortality rate is blah, blah, blah? And <laughs> right. How uh, the, the cancer in Indonesia, blah, blah, blah. No, you're just trying to buy their allegiance. Um, and, and sometimes the nice things happen. I mean, the United States has lifted billions of people out of poverty through our, uh, you know, generosity through the years. But Although here's the way if, it works. If, if, if the amount of money from, for instance, pandemic relief got stolen as it did in the United States, spending mm-hmm. it in our own country. Like gazillions of dollars went to prisoners and stuff like that. Imagine how much of it gets stolen when it's sent overseas for some oh, yeah. do-good program. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be insane. As long as the right people steal it, you have the effect you're looking for. Because, you know, in Indonesia, you got to various uh, uh, shadowy political powers, movers and shakers, and actually uh, elected folks. Who are like, yeah, we got to keep the uh, spigot going from China. So here's what we got to do. For instance, here's a great for instance for you. Indonesia is a majority Muslim country. It's voted in favor of China's position at the UN on Beijing's persecution of the Uyghur Muslim group. They've said, oh, no, China's not doing anything wrong. We love what China's doing. Those Uyghurs, they need some reforming. This is a Muslim-majority country who at the U.N. said, up with the persecution of the Uyghurs to keep the money flowing. And in the halls of uh, the leading regional bloc, which is the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, diplomats say Indonesia is a consistent cheerleader for China's untrammeled economic involvement in all 10 member nations. China is buying a giant sphere of influence to control that part of the world with their delightful communist principles. So don't trust China. That's the way it really works. And that's why we want four more military bases in the Philippines. Yeah, and that's why we're going to continue to try to bribe the uh, Indonesians and try to do it more effectively than China. But it's tough because, you know, nobody votes on 
You know, there's no Congress in China that actually votes. It's just a rubber stamp. So if Xi Jinping says, yeah, carve off like $10 billion, build a, build a high-speed rail in Indonesia. I don't care how long it takes or how over budget it is. Just do it. There you go. You got the Indonesian power structure saying yay for China. And and if, you know, the uh, the poo, and I don't mean Winnie the poo, I mean the proverbial poo hits the fan, Indonesia's going to be on China's side. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. He, uh, again, my breaking news, Joe Biden is very old. He looks 20 years older than he did when he was running for president. He really does. He looks like a guy who uh, who was, um, he looked like late 60s when he was running, and he now looks like he's a 90-year-old. I know some 90-year-olds. He looks like a 90-year-old man. I'm talking to the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Alphabet Networks, and anybody else who said Joe Biden is running, because he's not. Picture him a year from now. Here's doing the, doing appearances, doing debates, etc. Are you kidding? Here's the counter to that. As I was listening to a podcast the other day, uh, Dispatch Podcast, Sarah Isger, who's worked on a bunch of campaigns, she said the problem with that, you still have the Kamala problem. The Kamala problem is what is the most likely thing to keep him running. If you didn't have that problem, it's a obvious. But what do you do with that? Democrats uh, I'm not don't sure believe, I understand. Democrats don't believe Kamala can win. And so the, uh, how do you boot her out? Do you, do, you, uh, do, you, do you fire her and get a new vice president? With I mean, whichever foot you choose, you boot her ass out. She's incompetent. She's a dope. Nobody likes her. She has no constituency, no capabilities. I'm not sure she could blow out a candle if you asked her. So you get rid of her no matter what it takes, Sarah. How? And you're smarter than me in a hundred different but ways. How? Uh, walk me through how it how, happens. Y- y- what? What? What does the president... You get on the bus, Gus. <laughs> You walk out the, the, the door, uh, Carl. <laughs> Whatever the words to the old Paul Simon are, song are. Make a new plan, Stan. Exactly. You um, don't have to be coy, Roy. Just tell her, get So does the president uh, come out someday and say, uh, Kamala Harris, who has served this country in so many ways. I believe she's the greatest one-term vice president we've ever had in our nation's For history. Instance, right. She solved the nation's immigration problems. Has announced that she's going to spend more time with Willie Brown or her family or someone. I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) But how is he going to get her to go along with that? Well, because it's going to be like when they told when they went to the the Oval Office, when Barry Goldwater and all the Republicans leaders went to the Oval Office and told Dick Nixon, you have no support in any quarter. You're through. You think other big time Democrats like Schumer and uh, I don't know, whoever the other powerful people are. Biden, Schumer, whoever, are going to go to Kamala Harris and say, Hakeem Harris, yeah. uh, And and tell her, I'm sorry, Hakeem Jeffries. And tell her, look, you would lose. I mean, what are you no. going to say to her? We're not. We're gonna, uh, not going to back you. You're you're just a bad candidate. We've looked at the polling. You don't have a chance. You do not have our support. What we'd like to propose. I think you got to is... do more like when when uh, when uh, Tony and Polly took Big Pussy out on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, putting Barbaric. aside. 
putting aside your chuckling at political violence, I would say you, you go to her as I was describing. People were really enjoying my eloquence until you interfered. You, you, you described to her how she has no sport in any quarters, how the polling is terrible. But, hey, we understand you want a graceful exit. We've talked to the current governor of, of California, whoever that is, uh, the one-party state from whence you came, and they have assured you that you will be uh, greeted warmly as the new senator. Next time a senatorial post is open, you will be the senator from California. Now we've uh, brought this cardboard box, and the sergeant-at-arms is going to watch you load the stuff from your top drawer into the box, and we will walk you out to your car. No, 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 no. If you hold it upside down, everything will fall out of the box. You need to turn it like this to carry your stuff but out. the instructions are on the bottom. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> The time for you to be loading your cardboard box is is time, is every day. And today is that time. When you think about the passage of time, be on the other side of the door when it ends, okay? Wow, that would be one of the biggest things in political history, not in terms of like things that matter, but that'd be a very, very big deal. For people to go to Kamala and say, you got to resign so we can put somebody else in there. And then who do you put in there, obviously, who's uh... in the Veep slot, you mean? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to happen, so I don't want to spend a lot of uh, okay, brain so you... power on it because I don't think Biden's going to run again. But um, in, in but that no, scenario, but you, still, you still have the Kamala problem. The Kamala problem is, does he in, immediately endorse his vice president, which is what would happen in any other situation, I no. think? I think no. George Bush would immately have endorsed uh, Dick Cheney or, uh, you know, uh, you know oh, Obama. Actually, Biden, that's a great know. example because Cheney wouldn't have run. True. Um, he doesn't. So then you just have a wide open field. So then you've got that you're making the argument that Democrats are going to say, we're going to give up the power of incumbency, which is huge. So powerful. You get to run for office flying around an Air Force One as a freaking president of the United States. We're going to give all that up for a wide open field. You know, just the full-on 20 people are running, tearing each other apart to take on the Democrats. That's a heck of a risk. It is, absolutely. Your alternative is running a senile old fool. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would suggest that if you went for the SOF strategy, the senile old fool strategy, then it's even more important you get a veep that doesn't terrify the entire uh, American public. Oh, wow. Wow, you got to get somebody else to run. You know, here's a little glimpse uh, behind the scenes. I do talk politics some in my personal life, mostly because a lot of friends and golf buddies ask me about it. I have never in my life, since she moved to the national stage, run into anybody who defends Kamala Harris on any level. She has no constituency. So they would, if they run Methuselah again for the White House, the old man, they've got to swap her out. And and again, they'll allow her to leave with dignity, saying she'll be the next senator from uh, California. When's uh, Daifi supposed to run for re-election, speaking of the ancient? That's uh, coming up this next election. That's why it's everybody's... It's either yeah. that or the next one, yeah. I talk politics with everybody in my private life. I'm at the convenience store. I say, uh, how about abortion? That's something in it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he looks super old today up there. And, and like you said, he'll be another two years older by presidential years. 
By the time they, oh my God. And by the way, not I got the, hairy legs. Not in the face, Tone. Not in the face. We got more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning. It's coming up in a couple weeks. It's a room. It's a little house. There's a two-way, like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you. No music. No nothing. Just myself. Wow. He, he's wishing he was playing in Super Bowl this Sunday, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay the, Packers. The, the Super Bowl, yes. Are you going to tell people, come over to my The Super Bowl party? Well, no, because my is the preposition there. You don't need another one. Come over to my The Super Bowl party? No, you don't need another preposition, you see. Learn to speak the language. It's the only language you speak. Learn it. So Aaron Rodgers is doing some sort of weird retreat where they lock you in a room and feed you food through a slot. You know, you can just get a couple DUIs and end up in the same situation. <laughs> it's pretty easy. <laughs> well, uh, and, and you're in the dark the whole time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Is that a thing? Is that the popular? So Super Bowl is Sunday. The Eagles are one and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. But Eagles are what? One and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. Over the Chiefs? Why do you keep throwing the in there like that? Over Chiefs. Over Chiefs. <laughs> Eagles are one point over Chiefs. <laughs> Says idiot. I need to go to bathroom. <laughs> All of a sudden we talk like Tonto or Frankenstein. Right. Or, or, you know. <laughs> uh, but this story comes out predictably and probably should. More than nine in ten former NFL players' brains studied at Boston University found to have CTE. Oh, that's 90% if you uh, can pick up on that. Well, if your brain isn't addled, yes, you can. CTE can only be diagnosed after death. We have 376 NFL players' brains in the bank. We found CTE in 345, roughly 91.7% of them. Wow. Said the director of Boston University CTE Center. This is an unacceptably high risk, and it cries out for something to be done. I, I What do you do with that information? Well, the uh, statistician in me would like to know how and why those brains were donated. Was it because the family uh-huh. suspected Good one. there was CTE? Uh, I And I'm not trying to be soft on CTE or anything like that. I think it's a terrible problem. Joe's pro-brain injury for some reason. Yeah, I absolutely am. Uh, Durr, what was I going to say? Oh, and with the one thing to remember, folks, that everybody forgets. This is one of my many jihads, is that CTE isn't primarily about concussions, about massive blows to the head. It's about bap after bap after bap after bap, play after play after play after play. That's how you get CTE. Um, right. But so how does that factor into the what we do about it? Does that would have it, any effect? In fact, in fact it, that makes it worse. That makes oh, it yeah. less fixable. If you're thinking it's just the big hit, maybe you come up with the rules to avoid that. But if it's the every time you bash your head a little bit adds up to you lose your mind when you're older, the sport doesn't work. 
Now, no. the, so yeah, a good question on the why did they? Is that a random sample of brains, or is that people were already worried? So that's a good thing to look into. And also, CTE is there a mild version of CTE that most people would be perfectly comfortable with, but still counts as CTE? It's like you know, most men who make it to eighty will have some level of prostate cancer, or, you just or, or you're you're a roofer your whole life, your knees are really really bad, and you hardly walk around. But is that something you just part of the deal? Um, a little bit of CTE. I don't know. I don't actually know that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Well, I think to have a random sample of brains, which you were asking about, you'd have to take people's brains from them uh, without asking. Hey, come here for a sec. <laughs> they like it or not. <laughs> so uh, we want to get back to some more uh, State of the Union stuff later on in the hour. This is kind of adjacent to it. I thought it was interesting. I- I'm... It, it, it was funny. There's no reason to write this article, but I found it kind of entertaining. It was the premise of it in the War, Washington Post is um, the last time unemployment was this low was 1969. Let's compare and contrast. And there's. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. So an awful lot of the Beatles ruled the charts. Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. Vietnam peace talks were going on in Paris. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? I mean, <laughs> but like I said, it was kind of a fun article. It was, uh-huh. it was, 
it was nice. Nixon was in office and, uh, you know, his inauguration speech, he said that Americans cannot learn from one another until we stop shouting at one another, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, pretty interesting. But the, the main takeaway for me was some of these economic statistics, which I found uh, compelling indeed. As I scroll down frantically, they have a lot, a lot of pictures in this article, including a skinny young Prince Charles kneeling at the Queen's feet as he was princified or whatever happens to you when you become the prince. (laughs) And because we're comparing and contrasting those two times, you have to show me a picture of the prince. I thank them for that. Uh, The United States population in 1969, the last time the numbers were similar, was 203 million. We have added 64% more population in that uh, 54 years. thought it felt a little crowded. Yeah, yeah. We're now roughly officially 333 million. Uh, All employees non-farm have gone from 70 million to 155 million. That's 120,000. I'm sorry, 120% growth. So we have a hell of a lot more people in the workforce. The share of those folks who are manufacturing, in manufacturing, has gone from 26% to 9%. Mm. That's We changed. used to be the great manufacturer of the globe, and now 9% of us. Now are we're all YouTube stars. Exactly. Instagram influencers. Yeah. The labor force participation rate has actually risen from 60 to 62%. But wait. Among women, it's grown from 42% to 57%. The, that's a 34% increase. From men, it's gone from 80% to 68%. Oh, my God. That's incredible. A 15% decrease. The percentage of men who go out and earn a living. That is something. That's why we have 7 million working-age men not working or looking for work. One of my but favorite wait. stats. But wait, we have record low unemployment. Lowest since 1969, when the Beatles ruled it. Oh, that's right. I already did that stuff. Uh, The amazing Mets. uh, So being on the government dole is now comfy enough, or guys are just smoking pot and playing video games and getting by on very, very little that... We've had a 12% overall increase, but a 15% in terms of the percentages uh, increase in the labor participation rate. That is amazing. And then one more stat that I found uh, mind-blowing. This is adjusted for inflation, real GDP per capita. And the next time somebody wants to tell you that capitalism is cruel and mean and there's income inequality the gdp per capita has grown 148 percent since 1969 the amount of money and stuff and size of house and quality of car and size of tv and everything we consume has grown 148 percent since 1969. Well, being old enough to remember that, yeah, looking around, it seems that way. Very small house, one car, tiny TV, very modest vacations, practically and virtually nobody, no extras and luxury. Practically nobody flying places. You drove to a nearby vacation spot. And that was the American dream, and people were thrilled to have those lives. Now, 
when the so-called poor are far richer than the middle class in 1969, now we're being pitched on the idea that the free market has failed and we need a giant government to run our lives. It is obscene how inaccurate that is and, you know, how damaging it would be when and if we fall for it. But end of rant. So I'll read up on this to present it a little better later in the hour. But Microsoft announced their new search engine yesterday that is going to be fused with chat GPT. So Bing has been a distant, distant second to Google for a very long time. I mean, Google became the verb we all use for looking something up on the Internet. It's so dominant. And Bing was hanging out there. Hello, you can search on us if you want to. Nobody was. But now they've fused Bing with chat GPT-like tech, and they say this is going to be a game changer for search engines and going to be a big deal. So a little more on that later this hour. I might check well, that out. Well, I'm going to read up on it myself. I'm going to go to DuckDuckGo and uh, write those uh, those words in the field and, and learn about it. Mm. I holler out my window if I want to know something. <laughs> what year was Babe Ruth born? Anybody know? <laughs> I go down to my local bar and yes. argue about it for an yes. hour. Or go to the library and try to look it up in some sort of almanac. You know, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine the other day about whether it's a better world or a worse one. That we can worse. look this stuff up and know it. It's, it's worse. It's worse. It was better before. Is that just nostalgia? No, I don't think so. So I'd say, no, I think it was like 1880. And you'd say, no, that's ridiculous. That would have made him 30 years old in 1910 when the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, well, yeah, I guess that's true. So when did he hit the 50 home moments? That was blah, 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 blah. We would have a long conversation about it. Right. All right, hey, hang on. Let me look it up. Hey, hey, uh, what's your face? Uh, Siri. Hey, Siri, when was Babe Ruth born? 1895. I, I can press. Now a, let's go back to abusing alcohol. Yeah, I can press a button on my watch. Final little rant on this because I saw it yesterday. I'm uh, in line to pick up my son from uh, middle school, and there's two kids that appear to be about 15, leaning up against a fence in the grass, waiting for their parents to show up. I assume, and they're both staring at their phones. And I just thought, wow, standing there with your high school friend talking. I mean, one of the. I mean, ugh. It gives me such a great feeling of, of warmth and nostalgia and love, even thinking about it. Now, next segment, why are kids depressed, anxious, and suicidal? Nobody has any idea. Stay with us. All right, those two guys alone, they were separated from everybody else for whatever reason, over by that fence, mm-hmm. staring at the phones, not talking to each other. What, what not is talking pot- about girls or grades or school or, or, or parents last or night or whatever, yeah, or and and... and and what is more interesting on your phone or better on your phone than talking to your close friend? And I it's just it's, it's mind blowing. There's no turning it back. It's not gonna, but wow, what a change in the structure of life. Uh, more on the okay, speech. Boomer. The whole opioid section has gotten quite a bit of attention. Among other things, we can talk about coming up. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Armstrong and Joe Getty. I you. Let's go, The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, you know, that uh, good bridge to our freedom-loving quote of the day. Uh, I sought uh, various quotes about spies and spycraft and that sort of thing in the wake of the Chinese balloon scandal, and we have some really interesting information on that coming up. Uh, but uh, I, I like this from John Le Carre, the great uh, uh, spy novelist. Most people like to read about intrigue and spies. I hope to provide a metaphor for the average reader's daily life. Most of us live in a slightly conspiratorial relationship with our employer or perhaps with our marriage. Hmm. We're all spies. We're all in conspiracies. We're all hiding some things and showing others. That's why people like spy novels. I get the workplace one to a certain extent. Isn't that a, not a good sign in your marriage if you have a conspiratorial? Well, maybe he means you are conspiring with your spouse. Oh. The two of you are oh, okay. our teammates, spies uh, against the world. That could be. I just found it an intriguing notion that we're all kind of spies in our own little ways. Hmm. I got to ponder that. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually come up with this quote myself. I saw it. I was looking through my neighbor's window, and I saw him reading it. And I thought, "Wow, that's a good point." <laughs> anyway, mailbag, mailbag. It's time for mailbag. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Some of the stuff we've got is too long for this format. We'll get into it later, especially about the spy balloons. But uh, I love this point from Logan. 
on the topic of too much safety for our kids. Guys, how comfortable are we leaving home without a pocket computer? Hard enough to be on the bedroom or the couch without it. <laughs> uh, and then he goes into an unnecessarily detailed story about flipping his father's three-wheeler at age 12 while chasing a squirrel and uh, uh, breaking a leg. And he laid in the dirt between the railroad tracks and an orchard crying for help but never came. Finally got himself back on the thing and with his broken limb, got back home, got to the hospital, etc. with his parents' help. But uh, that was his life and so many people's lives then. And now he says, I don't feel comfortable on the same ground without my phone. 41 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God, I don't have my phone here in suburban wherever you are. Right. That, that is a troubling fe- uh, feeling. The fact that that feeling exists is troubling is what I mean. I have the feeling, too. Yeah. How yeah. would anybody get a hold of me? I don't know. The same way they did 20 years ago. Or just in a little while, they will. Um, <laughs> exactly. But surely that need, that feeling among adults is being projected on the kids in one way or another. And I'm stuck on this theme of we're only like 30 years away from all the people that know the before times being dead. And yes. there won't be anybody that thinks it's weird. To have that feeling, oh my God, I don't have my phone, why am I freaking out? Because everybody has lived that way their whole lives. So there'll be nothing to compare it to. Right. It'll be like hearing about people on the lone prairie uh, uh, burning, uh, you know, uh, cow patties for heat with no electricity and no plumbing. But when everybody's anxious and weird and afraid to talk to humans and there's nobody to, like, raise their hand and say, this is not normal, um, it's just going to get exponentially worse, isn't it? Yeah, and we will have plunging populations in the developed world. You know, we were talking about the uh, the bored affluent tearing down the very systems that they benefited from. Uh, Joseph Schumpeter, the Austrian economist, talked about that, and we'll get into that more later. It's really interesting. Uh, in a weird way, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. Since affluence seems to kill the population of the species. And that we just don't get together and breed anymore. Right, exactly. Wherever you see affluence in humankind, you see plunging populations. Now, it's become it's become clear. Sure. Europe, Asia, uh, North it, America. Is it the affluence or the safety, which often go hand in hand? Interesting distinction. Don't know. I uh, would have to think more about it, but I love the question. Uh, so anyway, if indeed all those things are true, maybe the bored affluent who are trying to tear down the systems are doing something deep in their animal nature. They realize the population is falling off because of the success of civilization, so they're trying to tear it down. Of course, that would cause horrific population loss in the chaos and violence and disease, but then it would build up again. Yeah, I think my theory is crackpot. (laughs) I just had to think it through. I don't know, though. I don't know. I tell you this. I was thinking about the depopulation of, of the developed world. And, and and climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it, all sorts of these giant macro issues. And I just kept thinking, there are forces we don't understand at work. You mean like the Illuminati? No. <laughs> no. Just you, an animal You don't sense. mean the Jews. Good Lord, no. I'm talking about why are sperm counts plunging worldwide? Among men. I mean, plunging. 
You know why? Because there's so much less testosterone. Why is there so much less testosterone? Because we're so safe. What decreases infant mortality? What increases infant and child survivability? Safety. So there's not as much need to procreate. And we as a species know that. We sense it. It's like there's a fascinating study Craig, the healthcare guru, sent to Jack and, and me years ago about how the more you kill coyotes, the more they breed. You can't wipe them out. Wasps and if you leave them like alone, oh, yeah, yeah. And if you leave them alone, they don't breed nearly as much. And I just wonder if humans are like that, too. I think clearly we are. Well, there you go. What do we do about it? I don't know. I'm not interested in becoming less safe like we opened the show. I don't think another country uh, sending missiles into our country to increase our uh, (laughs) desire to have children is is a good thing. (laughs) No, I don't love that idea. No. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.